Hi guys, it's Abu Bakr, and welcome back to Thoughts at 30. I didn't anticipate taking such a long break between podcast episodes, but traveling during a pandemic turned out to be more tricky than I imagined. Long story short, after four canceled flights, six COVID tests, and a combined three hours away time on the phone, I'm here in beautiful Islamabad, Pakistan for the next few weeks. So without further ado, welcome, and thanks for your patience and for tuning into season two of the podcast. So it's finally 2021. I think I speak for most people when I say 2020 was a terrible year. So many people lost their lives, the world descended into chaos, and for most of the time, we barely left our homes. I still remember last New Year's Eve when I was with my friends and we were talking about our hopes and dreams and resolutions for the year ahead. We were all so optimistic, but no one could have imagined what 2020 had in store for us. A new year, however, comes with a new hope. And I know there's no guarantees that this year absolutely has to be better than the last one. But I believe with the correct attitude it's always possible to make the most out of whatever cards life deals you. I want to share with you a story about someone I know. Jeremy is an old friend of mine from college. He majored in fine art and had been working in restaurants and bars since graduating to fund his work. Back in March, when Chicago shut down indoor dining, Jeremy was laid off. He spent the next nine months relying on government assistance just to stay afloat. I met up with him in December, and that's when he told me all this. I couldn't imagine being out of a job for that long. So I asked Jeremy how he was holding up, naturally very worried for him. He told me that was just the start of it. Jeremy's father, who had a pre-existing condition, had also sadly passed away from the virus. And his brother, who was an officer for the Chicago Police Department, was being bullied and trolled in person and on social media constantly since the George Floyd incident. To say it's been a challenging year is to state it very generously, he said. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and have to remind myself of exactly what's going on in the present. Some days it feels like my mind hasn't even processed it all. I offered my condolences for Jeremy's loss and told him how much I admired his strength and asked him how he managed to stay so put together and composed through all of this. Let me show you, Jeremy said. I followed him up to his family home's attic and to my amazement, I saw an assembly of canvases, all filled with incredible art. I have zero knowledge or talent as a painter or a sketcher, so I won't even begin to try and describe what I saw. But just know it was a stunning collection. There were 15 to 20 pieces of a variety of work. This is insane, I said. How long did all this take you? Nine months, said Jeremy. I started working on the first one the day I got laid off. Ever since then, I've just had a lot of time to myself for the first time in a long time, 
and whatever sadness or anxiety came along the way just channeled itself into the art. That's why some pieces feel a bit more somber and some a bit more aggressive. He went on to say, The past nine months have been a roller coaster of emotions, and in quarantine, I was locked up with my art. So everything came out as expression. Art was support, art was a distraction, and art was also consolation and therapy. I don't know what I would have done if I didn't have this, he said. I produced more work in the past nine months than I did in the past four years. And I went through more difficult times in the past nine months than I did in the past four years. But strangely, the saddest moments inspired my favorite pieces, and my favorite pieces ended up comforting me in the saddest times. I told Jeremy, someone once told me, make art where there were only scars. I guess there's a connection there. Maybe there's an authenticity and earnestness in work inspired by extreme emotion. I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that that is true, said Jeremy. As Chicago slowly improved its COVID-19 numbers, Jeremy was able to find a bartending gig again and was excited to eventually display his art later this year. I will share details of his work and where to see it once Jeremy plans something and I have his permission. The days that followed my meeting with Jeremy had me thinking a lot. The conversation with him reminded me of the realities of the ongoing global situation. We all have a collective responsibility to stop the spread. This virus is very much still around, and people do die. Sometimes numbers just become numbers, but we have to remind ourselves 2.2 million people have died. Each a precious life. At the same time, what Jeremy said and what he did was inspirational. Life happens. It happens to all of us. When we are going through adversity, till the moment we are okay, that time always passes. How we spend that time is still up to us. Jeremy's 2020 was a hundred thousand times worse than mine. And here I was thinking, what a terrible year I had. But despite everything, he channeled his feelings into his art and did something productive. And if he can do that, there must be something each and every one of us can do too. Earlier today on Instagram, I asked on my story for my friends to share something positive they experienced or felt during the lockdown and quarantine. Here are the responses. Reconnected with friends after being out of touch for a few years. Figuring out what I really want with my life and what makes me happy. Reconnecting with old hobbies and finding new ones. Learning how to cook. Self-love. Finally had time to reflect about myself and found out who my true people are.
started a relationship and the lockdown made it go from zero to a hundred real quick. Got time for reflection and introspection. Decided priorities. Weight loss. Job promotion. Becoming best friends with Nia. Finding Dinah. Realizing cycling is not just for idiots. Getting a new job. Finding an apartment and making new friends. Process trauma because I finally had time. Rediscovered my family. Had the flexibility to take care of my grandfather. He passed away gently in my arms. And here's my own. Made art where there were only scars. Listeners, last year has been like an uninvited guest who's lingered and overstayed. They are almost out the door, but they haven't quite left. But you know what? Judging by your messages and stories, we handled it. We did it, and we will do it. We just have to find the right state of mind. We have to focus on the good, no matter how harsh the bad. And we have to be there for each other. Let's be patient and kind and have each other's back. It's better to focus on a speck of inspiration than an ocean of bad news. It's better to light a single candle than to curse to darkness. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We are just getting started. Thank you.